Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is Don Stallion. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. It is Friday. I'm excited, and I am your host, Richard Holdridge. In today's episode, we will talk about the NBA playoffs. We will talk about baseball as Mookie Betts hits three home runs for the Dodgers, but their record is not very impressive. I'll talk about that, and we'll also talk about the NCAA president, Mark Emmert, says no to college championships in the fall. But first, Congratulations to San Francisco 49ers tight end George Kittle for signing a five-year, $75 million extension, keeping him in San Francisco as the face of the franchise. And George Kittle is the best tight end in football. Say what you want about Travis Kelsey. He is a great tight end, too. I think that both of them are the two top tight ends in all of football, and they went at it in the Super Bowl. Travis Kelsey also signed a four-year, $57 million extension for the Kansas City Chiefs. So Patrick Mahomes has his favorite weapon. Jimmy Garoppolo has his favorite weapon. And the San Francisco 49ers are making sense financially. My opinion, they need to wrap up Nick Bosa to an extension. He definitely deserves more than a rookie contract. He is the face of that defense. And Nick Bosa needs to get an extension as well. Well, A little tongue-tied this morning. So congratulations to George Kittle. All right, the NBA playoffs is set. Well, not exactly. We have a play-in game tomorrow between the Memphis Grizzlies going up against the Portland Trailblazers. A valiant effort by the Phoenix Suns going 8-0 in the bubble. And the San Antonio Spurs will snap a 22-year playoff drought. A 22-year playoff streak. And it was a valiant effort by the Spurs as well. But now you got two teams, the Memphis Grizzlies, who were in the eighth seed. They were led by John Morant. Jaron Jackson went down with an injury. And now John Morant's going to have to carry this team all by himself against the Portland Trailblazers, who Damian Lillard is one of the hottest players in the bubble. And the resurgence play of Carmelo Anthony and that talented backcourt between C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard. The winner of this game tomorrow will take on the Los Angeles Lakers on Tuesday. That will be the 9 o'clock game on TNT. So the NBA playoffs are set. So they start Monday, and we got four games on ESPN, starting with the Utah Jazz going up against the Denver Nuggets. We got the Brooklyn Nets going up against the Toronto Raptors. We got the Philadelphia 76ers going up against the Boston Celtics. And we have the Dallas Mavericks going up against the Los Angeles Clippers. I really can't tell you who's going to win those matchups. I know that in the, the next slate of games on Tuesday, we got the Magic going up against the Bucks. It, there's no contest. The Milwaukee Bucks are going to roll the Magic. The Magic has been very disappointed in the bubble. We have a very intriguing matchup. I think this is the matchup I really want to see the most. The Indiana Pacers going up against the Miami Heat. I'd like to see T.J. Warren going up against Jimmy Butler again. As you remember, T.J. Warren was a hot player, scoring 61 points. And then Jimmy Butler humbled him and gave him a black eye and was just all over him on defense. 
The Houston Rockets without Russell Westbrook going up against the Oklahoma City Thunder, which has been the surprise team in the NBA, led by Chris Paul and who else? Steven Adams? I'm not sure. And then, of course, the nightcap, either Memphis or Portland going up against the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm excited. NBA playoffs is here. And these games, watching them in the bubble, it's still great. I know that we don't have the fans packing State Farm Arena, and we don't have them in the Staples Center, and the fans is what makes the sports great. But this is just great just watching it on TV as well. All right, moving on to baseball. And we are really trucking along here in in the baseball season. Uh, Most of the teams have played 20 games. It looks like the St. Louis Cardinals will finally start playing baseball again. They've only played five games so far. They will take on the Chicago White Sox in a doubleheader on Saturday. The Atlanta Braves will take on the Miami Marlins tonight in a battle of first place. Atlanta is 11-9, going up against the Marlins, who are 8-4. They had a little pandemic scare of their own and had some games postponed, but they're going to play catch-up by playing more doubleheaders. Ronald Acuna is still out. He is day-to-day on his injury. And Kyle Wright will take the mound for the Braves. So hopefully he can redeem himself and the Braves can pick up a victory. Your division leaders in Major League Baseball, the New York Yankees at 12-6. and six. Right behind them is the Tampa Bay Rays. You got the Minnesota Twins led by their slugger Nelson Cruz, the ageist one who continues to show that he is not slowing down in age. And, of course, the surprise team, the Oakland Athletics, at 13-6, and six, led by Billy Bean and Moneyball. I, I love the A story. They, I want to see them win a World Series because then the movie Moneyball finally has an ending. And right now, the team with the best record in Major League Baseball is the Chicago Cubs at 13-3. and three. And we have a three-way race in the NL West between the Colorado Rockies, San Diego Padres, and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Mookie Betts hit three home runs in a game. He has had a great season. But if the Dodgers don't win the World Series this year, is it a disappointment? They have put so much money and so much effort to try to get a World Series. They came close in 2017 and 2018. And they feel like they've been backslided, especially with the Astros cheating scandal, especially with the Red Sox winning it in 2018. You had the bench coach over there actually picking up a World Series. And you got to think that the Los Angeles Dodgers are due. They have not won a World Series since 1988. Their most hated rival, San Francisco Giants, has won three in the last decade. That does not sit well with Dodgers fans. Of course, they win the NL West just about every year since they've had Clayton Kershaw. And his window's closing. They have a lot of young, talented players. And, of course, the addition of Mookie Betts is always great. And the Los Angeles Dodgers right now, are they're not jumping out of the gate like a lot of people thought they were. And they currently are, are sitting down in second place right now in the NL West. And right now in first place is the Miami Marlins, but they've only played 12 games. And right behind them is the Atlanta Braves at 11-9. and nine. All right, NCAA President Mark Emmert says no to NCAA championships. What does this mean for the 2020 college football season? Of course, the Big 12 says we're playing. The Pac-12 and the Big 10 says we're not playing. And the ACC and SEC is still up in the air. air. The college football playoffs, they're run by the Power 5 conferences. And I really, I got to tell you, I know I'm going to 
be interested in seeing Georgia take on Alabama, even if they play at Bryant-Denny Stadium with no fans, I'll watch it. But the one thing that makes college football great is watching college football all day long. Watching college game day at 10, the games start at 12, all the games in the evenings and the Pac-12 in Hawaii, they don't end until 2 o'clock in the morning. I love just going through my phone and just seeing all the matchups in college football, including the little guy. I love seeing Kennesaw State football. I love, I wish Columbus State had a football team here in Columbus, Georgia. That would be great. I, they, they could play their games at A.J. McClung Stadium. I would really be excited about seeing college football here locally as well. I don't, I don't know. I think that it's different when you have select few teams play, but if you get the entire country to play college football, I mean, Ohio State uh, coach is is talking about football in the, in January, starting as early as you know the first week of January. Could we possibly see the Rose Bowl being played in April? If that happens, it would definitely put a damper on the NFL scouting combine and the NFL draft. We would have to delay that even more, possibly even delay training camps for the 2021 season for the National Football League. There's a lot of moving parts that is really going to affect this league as well. All right, well, Major League Soccer, we had uh, a matchup the other day. First uh, game since the pandemic without with, with fans. And then uh, Dallas FC and Nashville SC will take on each other on Sunday. And uh, Atlanta United will take on Nashville as they will return their first match without head coach Frank DeBoer. They got their interim head coach, uh, their interim manager, and the the regular season for Major League Soccer will resume. And uh, who's going to be the favorite to win the MLS Cup? I, I know that LACFC, but led by Carlos Vela, is just an outstanding team. You got the defending champs from last year, the Seattle Sounders. It is just great in Seattle. They got their hockey team now. I mean, it's great to be a Seattle fan. You know, of course, it, you know, the Mariners and the Seahawks. But, you know, you have a, is Atlanta United, are they reeling? Are they going to go back to being a mediocre Major League Soccer team? And they came out, out the gate in their first season. They made the playoffs. And then their second season, they won the MLS Cup. I, I honestly feel that the injury to Joseph Martinez is made the difference in Atlanta United because he scores most of the goals. And, of course, losing just a great leader and defender. And um, you you have Michael Parkhurst that actually left the team. And, of course, Darlington Nagmi's no longer on the team. I mean, it's going to be tough for Atlanta United. So you got Major League Soccer coming back. You got the WNBA playing in a bubble. And you have some tournaments coming up. You have the Masters for golf. It's going to be the first in their history without fans and we'll see what happens. That will happen in November. I tell you, I'm really excited about watching sports as we continue to see sports just about every day. I will go ahead and do these shows five days a week. I want to thank everybody. Everybody, because I tell you, it is just we've just been bulldozing through these sports. I just want to thank everybody that has listened to my show. Download the podcast wherever you get your podcasts and make sure that you like my Facebook page. And I will talk to you on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, 
or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been the Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.